It's real difficult, but it gets better once the courts get involved with your co-parenting. Uh, I left my ex in 2006 and still haven't been with anyone else. I have no interest. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a piece of being scared. Totally get that. But there's also a piece of like healing. Like you want to be able to heal before you even get into the next relationship. Otherwise, you're just taking your baggage to the next relationship. Sometimes people do that thinking, if I do this, I'll just get fixed. Like it'll be easier. I'll just move to the next person. They find out it's actually harder sometimes. And it actually doesn't even help them move forward in the healing process. Uh, he discarded me and made it sound like I was a horrible, hurtful person. Yeah. To be able to, all I did, all I want to do is defend myself. Yeah, a big part is like trying to make you defend yourself, trying to make you look like the bad person. Okay, that way the narcissist doesn't have to feel bad about themselves. I'm going through a lot with a narcissistic partner. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, there's a lot of stuff that happens. Uh, he is already bringing women into the house. We aren't even divorced yet. Oof. So, Heaven's Blue, if, you, if you'd love to be able to talk about it, you can go to www.rawmotivation.com and grab a one-on-one. We'd love to be able to talk to you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's very hard to realize the damage that was done to my thought process and makes me very angry. Shannon, that's okay. That's part of the healing process. The question then is like, how long will you let the anger leave you stuck or will you let it actually move you? Because it's not a bad thing to be angry at all. It's not a bad thing to be frustrated, to be mad, anything like that. But what happens is when you say it and then like when you get angry, but then you don't do anything about it. I'm not saying that you're not. I'm just explaining to everybody here. So like when you get to the place, you're like, hey, I'm pissed off. Okay, that's part of your healing. That's part of the growth process. Perfect. Now, what are you going to do about it? How is it going to actually motivate you moving forward? How is it going to motivate you to change, to grow, to develop, to get the healing that you deserve? Uh, I can't. Uh, I feel like I can't trust any guy after being with narcissists after seven years. Totally get that. There's a piece of you too that I would challenge is not just trusting another guy, but right now is learning how to trust your own discernment. That's the piece that we need to be able to work on to be able to help you break the trauma bond, the rumination, but also be able to get the, the triggers reduced to a place where you can actually walk into a room and be like, yep, not interested. This isn't something I'm going to work through. Like there's a piece that builds up your confidence. I don't have the strength to leave. So how to build self-confidence to leave and to start building self-worth. We're both nice to each other and I feel like it's horrible for both of us are not nice to each other and feel like it's horrible. So I would I would advise you if you have if you're in the place where you're like, hey, I just need to start the process, click the link on the bio. We have Escape Toxicity, seven day challenge for seven dollars to help you start to understand this process. A lot of times we have to build people up before we can actually get them out. That's that's not you're not alone in that. Put it that way. Uh can you spend on others uh, getting other oh, I missed it. Uh what was it? That's weird. I like stopped. Sorry, I like missed your comment. Um, my narcissist was still married and I didn't, didn't know. He's happy that he left. Always attract narcissists, so I'm staying single. I can't date anyone. Okay, so the question is, why are we attracting them? Okay, because if you're looking at this being like, hey, there's always a pattern, that means there's also something you're empowered to fix. Okay? I'm not saying that you're doing a bunch of things wrong. I'm just saying, hey, we might need a look of what's actually going on. What do we actually need to work on here? Because typically, when you see people that are in a pattern, 
It's because of their childhood and what they actually believe love is. It's because of the cognitive dissonance. And they don't know how to discern between the difference. And it's also because they don't know who they are. And as a result, they keep opening up their boundaries. They keep lowering their standards to be with people that doesn't actually match up to their purpose, to their vision, their values. A lot of times it's because they don't even know their vision and values. They don't know who they are. Okay? So, like, there's a piece of that where like being able to understand you and being able to understand your boundaries so this person doesn't even cross over it. Shannon, how do you work on, on self-worth? So a piece of that is working on the story you believe. A lot of your self-worth is driven by your own internal talk. You just don't even realize that you're telling yourself these things. So we try to work on the story you believe to be able to change that, to be able to help you rewire your thought process. Can you expand on how the narcissist tries to get others to take on the negative emotions? Uh, a lot of that's projecting. Okay. Um, Kay, if you're running into that stuff, like with the cycle, reach out because that's what we help people do is build you up and then get you out like boundaries so that you don't even go back or don't get with someone. Um, a lot of times like a narcissist projects their negative emotions on other people so they don't have to feel them. So it's like, if I'm feeling bad, let me project that onto you. And then in my mind, I've like transferred it. Like I've transferred it, it's on you. Now I don't have to feel it anymore. This is why narcissists will accuse you of cheating. This is why narcissists accuse you of being mad and angry when you're not. It's all a projection. It's all like putting it back on you to try to be able to feel better about themselves. Hopefully that makes sense. I thought I was a narcissist, but I think my son's father is. Is that something a narcissist does? Yes, oftentimes, uh, probably probably once a week out of like 15 to 20 appointments, I probably meet with at least one person that thinks they're narcissist, but they're not because uh, the toxic person has like started to mess with their head so much. Um, life and he's not accepting accountability he's super mean yeah if he's not accepting accountability then there's nothing to be able to move forward narcissistic co-parent and parental alienation isn't talked about enough very true um, what if my life is threatened saying to me I'm coming for you I'd get a protective order I would move out I would try to make sure that you are safe uh, how can I get a session with you uh, go to www.rawmotivations.com uh, it took me until age 63 to pull back the curtain and see my mother's the narcissist she is siblings uh, still doesn't and can't I'm fighting fighting both so if, if you're in a place where the where the, you're dealing with a narcissist and no one else sees it and you see it like go no contact like you don't have to engage yourself and you don't have to prove to everybody else that this person's a narcissist you just have to know hey this is how this person demonstrates this is how this person actually shows up so I'm not going to keep engaging like that's it um, I'm worried about the effects it has on my adult children. I stayed so long. Yeah, a lot of times people do get frustrated, do worry about that. Adult kids, a lot of times, will get to the place where they'll see it, unless they're already enabling or, or turning out to be narcissistic as well. Okay, is it true a narcissist would never think they're narcissist? No, that's not true. Uh, it's a it's a nice catchphrase a lot of people throw out there that's really annoying, and now it's being turned around to be more abusive. Why would a narcissist confess hurting you, agree to all the bad? Is that a manipulative tactic? Uh, Yuri, oftentimes it's a way to be able to try to push you to actually leave, like a reverse discard. Uh, not always, but I've seen that happen several times. Tell a narcissist that you're a narcissist, they will leave you alone. No, not really. Um, instead, they'll just paint you more of a bad person. He's questioning if he is a narcissist. I definitely seen some traits of narcissism in him. So, uh, Rachel, the next thing is like, how is he actually going to work on getting help? Uh, it's great if he's questioning, but then does that actually lead to something? I can question something all day, but until I actually do something about it, like nothing's going to happen. Uh, this, is the whole, this is the whole gimmick that a narcissist will run of like, oh, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to love you. I'm trying to care about you. I'm trying all this stuff. At the end of the day, there's no try. Like, like you end up needing to like move forward. Okay. 
Uh, no, they don't leave you alone. No, but stop why. So benevolent machines, maybe it worked for you, but that's not the norm. Okay. So uh, it's not it's not healthy advice to tell people to call themselves the narcissist to get the narcissist to leave them alone. Uh, I'm not going to ever support that or advise that. It might have worked in your situation, but normally, from what we've seen from talking to hundreds of different people, it does not work like that at all. So I'm great. It's great that it worked that way. I'm just saying like that's not something we're going to promote that advice. Still can feel connected. My partner and I have been abused. My self-worth has been destroyed. I want to heal and come back out of it uh, because of the benefits. Yeah. I mean, a big part of that is helping you rewire your mindset. Okay. And that's what we, that's what we focus on. That's what we actually help. How to not let what they project onto you affect you. It goes back to the story that you, you tell yourself. There's a piece of you that either is cognitive dissonance of like, I don't know what to believe, or there's a piece of you that's like, um, uh, there's a piece of you that's triggered. Sorry, like like what he projects onto you and you're like, no, that's not me. Like there's a piece of you that's triggered. Like if it's completely false, like who cares? Okay, but we have to work on the story you're telling yourself. Otherwise you care about it. Okay, so it's normal to feel triggered. We need to work on that trigger. Okay.